Go on then, mate. All right, pal. You all right, pal? I'm okay, pal. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. What have you been up to? Um, well, I bought a new mattress. Ooh. Yeah. Splashing out on some comfy sleeps, eh? Yeah. Well, I've had the same mattress for about 10 years, so I figured it was time. So, um, well, there's a bit of a backstory. I'd all, I'd, I bought a mattress a couple of years ago for a double bed frame, but I now sleep in a king-size bed frame. As I have a two-bedroom flat, the double bed and double bed frame are in the guest room. So I've got the king-size bed frame, and I wanted a new king-size mattress. So um, I thought, well, what I'll do, or the best thing to do, the best course of action will be to just order exactly the same mattress that I love in king size size and get it delivered. Yeah. So makes sense. Um and even though people diss them, the IKEA is the IKEA is from mattress. <laughs> the mattress is from <laughs> IKEA. Um and um so you get your little delivery window. So the first thing that happens is um it's late. So the window that it gives me is when I am free of online teaching. Right, when okay, it yeah. arrives is 10 seconds into me starting to teach. Uh. So, okay, so we've got this system in the flat where you press the buzzer and it's like a video buzzer. So the camera comes yep. on, you see yep. the person. So I pick up the phone. Hello. <sighs> okay. Oh, okay, mate. So I press the buzzer and then I put the phone down. Okay, they're going to come in, bring the mattress up, knock on the door, I'll let them in. It says on the um, terms and conditions currently due to COVID measures is um, that they are not allowed to enter the house, which is fine. Just leave it at the door, I'll bring it in myself. Um, Go sit back down, about to talk to the class online. There's, you know, 18 little faces ready to be imparted on with some knowledge <laughs> and <laughs> all eager and all bunny, eager bunny tailed <laughs> pens in hand notebooks in front of them bright smiley faces buzzer goes again fucking hell so go back pick up hello is there a lift uh yeah if you just come in the building the lift's on the right hand side okay so i put the phone down fucking hell fucking hell fucking hell go back to the desk just about to start again buzzer goes again Oh my fucking god! Pick up the buzzer. Yeah, yeah. Just need to open the side door, mate. Okay. Press the buzzer. Phone down. So I think that's it. <laughs> Into the teaching. Phone goes. IKEA. Uh, yeah. Can't uh fit the mattress in the lift. Right. Okay. Uh, we'll be able to fit it in the lift without the box, um, but we're not allowed to take it out of the box. Right. Okay. So what is it? Well, if you can come down and take it out of the box. Well, I can't come down right now because you're late and I'm currently teaching a lesson as I'm a teacher and I'm teaching from home. We'll just have to leave it here then. Okay. All right, fine. Okay, well, I'll, I'll come down and put it in the lift later on. That's it. So, teach my lesson. As soon as my lesson finishes, go downstairs. We're on the first floor. So, there's only one flight of stairs. The stairs are really wide because it's an old Art Deco hotel, the building. So, right. we're talking this. I kid you not, the steps are about 10 foot wide. And it's like a, <laughs> okay. there's no ceiling. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a big, so it looks like a stairwell. fucking ballroom stairwell. stairwell. So, it's like, the, it's not difficult to get up the stairs. <laughs> So I go downstairs, I look at the mattress. Firstly, it's not in a box. It has little tiny pieces of cardboard on each end and it's covered in cellophane. So if they can't get the mattress in the lift what? in the box, they ain't going to get it in if they take it out of the fucking box, which I suspect they knew. So then I think, right, I'm going to try and get it in the lift. I measure the mattress. This is exactly the width of the list of the lift lying down. So I think, perfect i'll get it at an angle i'll shove it in the lift so i start to shove it in the lift and then forget that obviously there is a doorway to the lift so i can't get the mattress past the doorway so then what proceeds is having to carry my own mattress bearing in mind the delivery from ikea is 40 quid up this up my own stairs into the flat which is not an easy thing to do but 
it happens. So I think, okay, well, look, fine. It fucked up. It wasn't actually as hard as I thought it was going to be. It's in the flat. Perfect. So unpack the mattress. Keep the covering for it just in case. Put it onto the bed. Lie on it and think, fucking hell, this is a bit hard. This is a bit harder than I imagined. Sort of start bouncing (laughs) on it. Fucking hell. This isn't, this isn't what I remember the old mattress to be. Go and sit on the old mattress. It's about a thousand times softer. Thinking, yeah. oh, something doesn't add up here. So I take the sheet, the bed sheet, off my old mattress. Look at the name. The wrong fucking mattress. <coughs> the wrong fucking mattress. So now I have... So what, you just plucked, you just plucked the name of this new one out? Of well, they all there. look the same, don't they? Because none of them are just like... <laughs> Mattress is called Burr and the other one's called Jeff. They're fucking high school jang and hawkle tongue. So I don't know what the fucking difference is. I should have checked. It's 100% my fault. I should have checked. Like just that, 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 that looks like the right one. Yeah, I'm sure that's, that's it. Um, so now oh, I have three mattresses in my house. One of which is the old one, which I'm trying to get removed. You try and get a fucking mattress removed. But nowadays it's a nightmare. I've got a second <laughs> brand new mattress, which is not the mattress that I ordered. So in order to return it, which you can do, but they suggest you give it 30 days, which is essentially them saying, we're not going to take a return on it for, for 30 days. So I've got to sleep on a hard mattress for 30 days to be able to send it back to wait for the old mattress, for another mattress to turn up. And if I can't get... The old, the old mattress to be picked up at that very moment, I will be a man who is in possession of four mattresses, only one of which will I actually sleep on. So that's how it's going. Yeah, that's how it's going. <laughs> Fucking hell. So we are on to the first episode of 2021. Yeah, episode 63. Yeah. Live and in your ear canals. Yep. For your enjoyment. Yep. And uh, I hope you feel full after this episode. I hope I want you to be bursting at the belly. Suitably quenched. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of uh I was thinking to myself, right, he's been very specific there. He's obviously (laughs) teeing himself up for a fucking link there. So, (laughs) go on then. So, yeah, pandemic, innit? Is there? Everyone's in chaos and turmoil. (laughs) Yeah. But don't worry because the government's going to give out some food via the schools in the form of hampers. Now, unfortunately, We found ourselves qualifying for one of these because my wife is a key worker. Yeah. So I had a little look to see what we would be expecting from said hamper, and I found mm. a photo that was circulating social media. We're followed by a tirade of outrage. I saw said photo, yeah. So if you don't know, via the government, the schools are handing out hampers now i say hampers plastic bags with food in. yeah i was gonna say a hamper is a bit more of an overshot yeah. isn't it and what they've basically said is that they're replacing the 30 pound vouchers uh, that they were giving out during the last pandemic yeah with a suitable replacement of fresh food uh, and produce that will last 10 days for two children yeah. that is what what it should be right in one of these uh, plastic bags of crap from the shop, yeah, there was a loaf of bread, All right? Two bananas, uh-huh. two carrots, three apples, one tomato, a tin of beans, two serene fucking malt loaves. Oh, sorry, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the worst one. Three frub yogurts, All right? Two baked potatoes mm. and a sandwich bag of pasta. Right. Now, I know you don't have kids, right? No, I don't. But I have two of them. Yes, you do. And I can reliably inform you mm. that they eat like a bunch of drunk people on a Friday night in a kebab shop. Yeah. They are fucking monstrous. Yeah. <laughs> Children do not stop eating. 
No. Every half an hour, it's like a little alarm goes off. And they're like, oh, I'm fucking starved. Yeah. I haven't eaten for forever. Uh. And they want everything. <laughs> Two potatoes for 10 days. Yeah. You can have three chips today, kids. We can have one jacket potato for the entire week. Which one do you want? You see, now I'm laughing. I obviously don't think it's funny at all. But I'm laughing because I don't know what else to do. Do you know what I mean? Well, no, I, unfortunately, I, there isn't anything to do. I, and in unprecedented times, Ryan, yeah. I'm going to leave HQ during a recording. Oh, my God. Yeah, here we are. Unprecedented time. I'm outside, and I'm heading to my kitchen. Okay. Because, like I said, we qualified for one of these. Excuse me. So, so have you house. actually received it? Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Because when the pictures came out, there was always that part, there was that tiny part of me that was like, okay, I need to, I need to get this verified before I go, you know, full anger about it. This is legit. So I am going to tell you three items that came with the, uh, the, the pack for my child. My child is 15. Presumably my 15 year old would enjoy a tin of processed peas. Okay, marrow fats or garden? Just processed. Okay. (laughs) In water from the Happy Shopper for 50p. Okay. Uh, A Tesco chopped pork and ham in a tin. (laughs) Or or maybe, you know, many a 15-year-old that really enjoys a hearty steak and kidney pie. I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't mean to laugh, but who, yeah, what 15 year old wants to eat a fucking steak and kidney pie? Exactly. So you know, they and to be honest, the pie was thrown into my hamper because no one else wanted it. Right. And I just said, yeah, just chuck it in because I'll give it to a food bank or something. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the the hampers themselves are are awful. So I thought I'd ask my kids what they wanted in a hamper. Fantastic. And let me say, it actually makes the government's choice not actually seem so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, said, all right. Give me food that you would want to eat throughout the week. Well, sorry, was and, this Kyle uh, you asked? Kyle, the youngest. So, so he's ha- eight. He's eight, yeah. So I said, food that you would eat for a week. I just said a week, so seven days, from Monday to Sunday, just give me some meals and stuff like that that you think we could get. Like when we go to Lidl, stuff that we normally buy for cheap, that sort of thing. Yeah. He said, <clears throat> seven pizzas. <laughs> Good. Straight away, seven dinners sorted. Any yeah, specific that pizza? <laughs> that was it. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. <laughs> <laughs> pizzas, yeah. I went, do you not want anything else? He went, well, maybe some pink milk. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I was like, done. Okay. <laughs> so that was his choice. And then I said, okay, eldest, what would you like over the course of seven weeks, instead of this bag of food that your school's giving And Rodders is 15, right? Rodders is 15, yeah. and he just looks at it, and he goes, well, I'll just have noodles. Noodles. Well, Rodders does have a, a fascination with... Um, Asian food Asian general, food yeah. and Asian culture, yeah. Wow. And I said, what, so, so just noodles? He went, well, I'll have noodles. What was it? Noodles, maybe some juice... But really, all I'd want to do is eat some chocolate. Fair, fair. I mean, so... I mean, look, the, the thing is, <laughs> you know, I looked at the image and thought, well, firstly, how have you spent 30 quid on that? Mm. I mean, that is bullshit, number one. And you see the images banging around of like, this is what 30 quid's worth of food actually looks like. Yeah. But I think, as I say, it's it's so preposterous that i don't really know what to do or to say except i mean except for that thing of like 2021 is almost already and we're recording on wednesday the 13th of january so we are less than two weeks into the new year (laughs) and it already feels like a weird parody of 2020 in some crazy way i mean the good news is yeah the, the the vouchers are coming back Good. Parents are going to be allowed to go and spend the money wisely in shops like Audi and Lidl. As they fucking should. On things that the kids are actually going to eat. Yeah. uh, Et cetera, et cetera. But one thing did stand out. Mm. And that was the loaf of bread. Right. 
when you buy a loaf of bread, yeah, what sort of date has it got on it? Well, it doesn't last very long. No, so well, let's say you're buying it on the tenth of the month. You look at it and you expect to see maybe up to the 16th. Yeah, you think six, seven days and you keep an eye on it to make sure it don't go mouldy, yeah. yeah. Now, presumably that bread, since it was, was made and packaged, it's probably got about a month of a lifespan yeah. from getting to where it's yeah, made, to two, the shop, onto yeah. the shelf, etc., etc. Yeah, two to three weeks, but yeah. Yeah. The loaf of bread that we got lasted a little bit longer than that. Okay. Now, just to finish this bit off, Ryan, I want you to guess... When the date of expiration on the loaf of bread that we were given is? What date did you receive said bread? So we received said bread. Um, right said bread. Right said bread yesterday. Okay, so that's the fifth. So obviously you're alluding to the fact that it might last a little bit longer. So let's go, prob- let's say the 20th of January. That's, that's sort of just over two weeks which I think would be a pretty good whack out of a loaf of bread. Okay, now bearing in mind that this bread I collected and it is frozen. Okay. The date it goes off is November 2021. (laughs) What the fuck? It's made of nothing but E-numbers and leather. I mean, God, whatever they're putting in the bread, they should give to people as a fucking vaccine for COVID. It's in the fucking bin, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Made out of raw penicillin. Honestly. <laughs> fucking hell. So a pattern sometimes emerges on the pot, doesn't it? Like we start talking and then it just so happens that all of the little things that we're talking about has some kind of relevancy. Um, yeah. Those babblers out there who follow us on Instagram uh, at babblementpod, same as Twitter, babblementpod at gmail.com, um, will have noticed that I experienced something yesterday. Um, okay. So I take an inhaler yeah and um since i've moved i haven't moved pharmacy yet so the pharmacy is about half an hour away where i used to live and my prescription is two inhalers obviously once one has run out bin it start the other one now obviously what i did was finish one inhaler bin the new one keep the old one because of course So I realised this and go, oh, fucking hell. So I put a request in on Sunday. Tuesday comes along. I'm like, "Mm, I need to just check because I haven't had my inhaler for three days. So I call the doctor. Uh, The the doctor says, oh, you need to. So I call the pharmacy. The pharmacy says, we haven't received anything. You need to call the doctors. Now, bearing in mind they're in the same building. So (laughs) how long do you think I spent on the phone to try and get hold of the receptionist at the doctor. Bearing in mind that the pharmacy, you could stand at the pharmacy and spit and it land on the desk of the reception. Uh, half an hour. So actually not that bad. 22 minutes I spend on the phone, which is fine. I'm not mad. There's a pandemic going on. They're very busy. I totally respect that. But what frustrates me is that every probably 17 seconds the same message plays so for 22 minutes in 17 second intervals i hear the message you are a very important customer and you are making your way sorry not customer patient you are a very important patient you are currently making your way to the front of the queue thank you for your patience if you haven't done so already, please check out our website at, and then the website name, every yeah. 17 and a half seconds. So eventually I get through to them. I, I explain the situation. They go, don't worry about it. We'll get a doctor to sign it. This was about three o'clock. They say to me, turn up at half four. You might have to queue because there's only, you know, one in, one out of the pharmacy at the moment, but it'll get signed. You'll be able to pick it up. Perfect. So four o'clock comes. I leave. I go. I park. I'm waiting outside. I'm a, there's about four people in front of me and I'm at the back of the queue. Right. And a woman turns up and the woman says to me, is this the queue for the pharmacy? And I look at her and say, yes. 
she says, okay. oh, a bit long, isn't it? And I look at her and I look away. She then tries to spark up another conversation, but I've got my earphones in so I can't hear her. So I just ignore her because it's wet and it's cold and I don't want to talk to her. <laughs> I can palpably feel behind me she is starting to get angry because she's having to wait outside. And what right. unfolded, I am calling the tale of Karen part one, part two, and part three. <laughs> part one. Okay. Karen, do I need, hang on, do I need to get comfortable for this? I feel it's like it's a comfortable Possibly. Yeah. Um, and I treated the the the, the um, our Instagram followers to part one and two of this live as it was happening. Wow! Um, oh man! But I couldn't get a photo of her and all those kinds of things, so I had to explain it in very small amounts of detail. So I'm going to give you the full story, listeners, and you, Lee, as well. Beautiful. So okay. Karen behind me is starting to get really fucking angry because <laughs> God forbid that she must queue. She's right. also trying to look through the window. So I paint the picture outside of the surgery. The, the queue is out the door, down the steps, and then down the road a little bit. Now, there is yeah. only about five people in front of her, including myself. Yeah, but she knows, everyone's right. she knows that they're only having one, one in, one out, as it should be. Great, no hmm. problem with that. But she starts getting angry and I can feel her her energy starting to rise. I can feel her getting angrier. So what I do, which I often do in public, is I just pause the podcast that I'm listening to just in case she says anything beautiful. I don't want to miss it. Mm. And what occurred was so much better than anything that I could have possibly imagined. <laughs> so Karen's okay. in full like gym get up. And right. the receptionist, her, her well, yeah. the receptionist comes out a couple of times, just making sure that there's no one in the queue who's waiting for an appointment and expressing and stressing and reiterating to the people in the queue. This is just the queue for the pharmacy. Every time yeah. she comes out, Karen acts as if the receptionist is talking directly to her and trying to kind of spark up some kind of conversation. A couple of people join behind Karen. She's trying to kind of say to them, God, bloody hell, we've got to wait. No one wants to talk to her, presumably because they know she's a Karen in the wild and they don't want to engage. Next to us is a kind of a little barrier, which is probably about a foot and a half off the floor with a bush that is about, I would say, between six and eight feet wide. So it goes barrier, bush, window, right? So you're about right. 10 feet from the building. There is a tiny window in where you can see people on the inside of the building queuing for the pharmacy. She right. is leaning as up on her tiptoes, trying to look through the window to see why the queue is not moving quick enough. And every time she goes up on her tiptoes, she huffs as she returns back down to the ground with the rest of the muggles, <laughs> right? Now, I'm thinking I really want someone to tell her just to shut up and just ignore it or someone to do something. And then as if by the grace of God, Karen leans up on her tiptoes and she loses her balance. Now, you may think to yourself, she loses her balance, she has a little stumble and then complains about it. No, no. She has not realised that the bush that she is right pressed up against to get the best possible view is not very stable because it's mm -hmm. a bush. <laughs> so what happens is Karen, a bit like Homer appearing from the bush, disappears <laughs> into the bush <laughs> bang hits the bush she then bolts back upright and unbelievably i am the only person that has seen 
because the people behind her are on her phone or on their phone so they didn't notice and the people in front of me are around the corner waiting to go into the building so i am the only person that has witnessed this glory glory (laughs) glory moment so internally i'm trying not to explode with laughter but i hold it together i can see how i can feel the heat of her embarrassment licking the back of my neck right <laughs> i go into the pharmacy i forget all about karen right. but there's a little bit of discrepancy about my um my inhaler i think because of the the pace in which it's all got put together so i have to right. wait so there's a little stand in section where you can wait so you're away from everyone else and of course because i then step out karen comes in Karen, so this is the tale of Karen part two. So (laughs) Karen goes up to the counter, doesn't stand behind the line and is told off by the pharmacist to which she looks all flustered about. She gives her name and states that she is picking up a prescription for someone else. The pharmacist, in a very nice way, explains to her, unfortunately, the prescriptions are not ready yet. And she says, oh, well, I mean, oh, oh, uh, well, um, oh, well, um, and the pharmacist, pharmacist says, look, I understand that it's an inconvenience, um, but you have to give us about 15 minutes to get them together. Karen says, well, that's fine. But I mean, do I have to queue back out, up outside again? Because the queue is absolutely ridiculous. She's the fifth person in a five person queue. Right. Yeah. So the woman says, okay, well, how about this? When it's in 15 minutes, come straight into the building through the other door, come to here, wait there, we're over there where that gentleman is. Bearing in mind, everyone thinks I'm listening to a podcast. I ain't got that podcast playing, son. (laughs) Go and stand over there. Okay, fine. It's just, I'm in a bit of a rush. And the pharmacist woman just looks at her. She went, yeah, I've got, um, I'm waiting to go home to do a Zoom yoga class. To which case, I look, the pharmacist looks dead in my eyes and I look straight back at her and there's just, uh, I can just sense the 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 hate effervescing <laughs> from the, the pharmacist. So Karen kind of huffs her way out. I think that's the last time I'm ever going to see Karen. But of course, there is part three of Karen. There is. I I leave the chemist with my prescription in tow. I'm overly nice to her because I want to make a point that I'm not Karen. I go out and Karen is on the phone, presumably to another Karen. And I catch (laughs) 15 seconds of the conversation. And the 15 seconds of the conversation plays out like this. I'm just sick and tired of having to wait around all the time. You know, how hard is it for people to understand that we have lives too? Now, I assume we means Karen's. <laughs> it must be, yeah. It must be a direct relation right? to their kind. Secondly, you're what going to be late for an online Zoom yoga class. Thirdly, you didn't give enough time for them to get ready. Fourthly, you fell in a fucking bush. <laughs> if I fell in a bush, I'd phone you and go, huh, I've just fallen in a bush. Yeah. Not moaning that you're not going to make your online yoga class. So I threw some bread up into the air and the rest of the gaggle of Karens flew down, swooped down, picked it up and disappeared into the <laughs> light. <laughs> no, it wasn't a gaggle of Karens, was it? What was it? Um... Wasn't it a moaning of Karen's? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so a moaning of Karen's appeared. They all swooped away into the night ready for their Zoom yoga class. So <laughs> that, Lee, and that, listeners, is the tale the, the tale of Karen part one, two, and three. And I just wanted to advise everyone, um, don't be a Karen. And if yeah. you're a little bit late to your Zoom yoga class, don't worry about it. There's a pandemic going on. We're all in this together. <laughs> Or you're in a bush. Oh, yeah, apparently you're in a fucking bush. Mate, I wish I'd videoed it, man. I'd have gone viral. (laughs) Oh, dear.
going live into your ear chasms from my vocal tract. It's Seagull News! Oh my god! Yes! 2021, shit hasn't changed. The seagulls are still cunts. So that's the first sea bomb of 2021. Congratulations, Lee! (laughs) You are the winner of the pottiest mouth of 2021. They're the awards last episode. Too late. Oh, okay, fine. (laughs) Homeowner living in fear after being attacked twice by bad-tempered seagulls. So essentially, Mm. this is just a story of a guy who is out of work and frequently goes out to feed birds during the summer months who during the winter months just goes out for a walk. Okay. And the birds don't like the fact that they're not getting fed, so he keeps getting attacked by seagulls. What, so the birds know? Oh, that's that gazer who always feeds us. It's literally like a gang of seagulls waiting outside his house. Like, got any bread, son? And if when he says no, they're like, what? <laughs> and they just start fucking copping and kicking the shit out of it. Next time, bring your fucking sandwiches with you. It's like bullies. Give him a wedgie, seagulls. yeah. <laughs> Steal his pocket money. Wow. Yeah, but... Basically, he went out once, got attacked by him, and, and thought nothing of it because mm. they just sort of like flapped at him and stuff. And one of them scratched his head with their beak. He was like, Shit. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. I love the idea that it wasn't pecking at him, it was just really calm and just, just, just ran his scratch. beak just down his cheek. <laughs> like his key in a car yeah. for his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> That'll fucking learn you, mate. But it was, uh, he said it was, a, it was upon the second occasion mm. when the goals seemed to surround me first and then swoop down at me. <laughs> wow. That I would, to be fair to him, like, I mean, I don't know what episode it was where I recorded them on my, the top of my car. I felt like I was in fucking Jurassic Park. Well, it's what he says afterwards because he got interviewed and he said uh, he managed to duck out of the way while hurling verbal abuse at them before rushing back indoors. I love that too. But he is now reluctant to leave home in case the feathered foe strikes again. Wow. So in his own words. Wow. <clears throat> now I'm always looking up at the sky in case it comes back. I'm thinking, where are the seagulls? Should I take a different route? Is it following me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. There's a man having a proper meltdown. Yeah. I find it hilarious that he's paranoid about seagulls now. Yeah, poor guy. But, but proof. Yeah. No matter what the month, the year, yeah. the decade even, seagulls are still cunts. They absolutely are. <laughs> now, Lee, would you say we're we're possibly about halfway through the show? Uh, maybe. Um, because I've got a little surprise for you and for the listeners. Ooh, because okay. we're about halfway through the show, I, I think it's probably um, just about the right time to hear from our sponsor. What do you think? Uh, I, I'm, I'm very intrigued to, to hear about the sponsor. I yeah, we have a new, about. we have a sponsor and here's a little advert for the new sponsor. Are you ready? Yes, 100%. Are you the kind of person not to care at all about the people you've been elected to represent? Are you crooked? Have you a proclivity for lying? pretending that everyone and everything is under control and the world is clearly falling apart well maybe a career as a politician is the one for you (laughs) do you need to take advice from a young footballer or do the meals you provide clearly show a complete and utter disregard for the people they're designed to help well perhaps a career in politics is just what you need to freshen up your life Do you want to change your mind about a global pandemic 46 times? Perhaps you want to pretend that the reason you've made cataclysmic mistakes costing thousands of people their lives is due to a change in a virus, rather than your incompetent lack of understanding. If so, you could be the next Prime Minister. If you think it's a good idea to open schools, then shut them on the same day. If you have a mate that's cleverer than you and lies to an entire nation about a deal that you're never able to offer, or you're an opposition party that stands on the sidelines saying, I told you so, rather than offering a tangible solution, then you could be ready for a career in politics. If you want to input in England everything that happens in other nations just 48 hours later, you could be a politician. Those who can, 
do something <laughs> useful. Those who can run the country. <laughs> so there you go, Lee. There's just a little uh, a little advert there from our newest sponsor, Politics at btworldinternet.com. Thank you so much for supporting us, guys. Uh, we really okay, appreciate that. Dot bing dot askjeeves.com yeah. <laughs> government at askjeeves.com thank you very much for being our very first sponsor for the ballot cheers guys that's fun. Don't be angry. angry. Don't be pissed. Piss. On your head. Leave. I believe it's your go. I think it might be. Uh, my first entry to the hate <laughs> list for this episode is um, people who don't know their order at until they get to the counter. Uh, are we talking like um, ordering food, like take takeout sure. and stuff? Sure. Right. Okay. Um, I mean, there's not really much else I can say about it, except I find it possibly the most infuriating thing in the world, especially at the moment, especially if you're queuing, especially if you've got time to think, you know, in the chip shop for about 50, or outside the chip shop for about 15 minutes. And then the guy who's in front of me gets to the counter and doesn't know what he's going to order. What have you been doing for the last 15 minutes? And it wasn't as if he was on his phone. Yeah, you're literally staring at the fucking menu, mate. Order it, decide, go in, get your food, get the fuck out. Um, My second entry is the impossibility of being quiet when you need to be. Every other time where you don't need to be quiet, you are. As soon as you, like I think about when I was a kid and I was coming home late, I'd always wake my parents up, always. No matter how quiet I was being, I would always wake people up. I, I can't yeah. do it. I can't do it. You you think, every, something you do every night, the night that you need to be quiet, fucking slams against a wall or you're just like, ah! Yeah, you smash stuff, and it's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah. Uh, my third <laughs> one uh, is sudden bin bag stench. <laughs> the bin bag is fine. It's fine. It's fine. It fucking stinks. Where's that come from? All of a sudden, something's gone. No, I stink now. I stink. Yeah, no, I'm rotten now. You're like, oh, come on, come on. Um, and my last one is and again, related to the fact that I've moved recently, is flat pack furniture assembly. I hate it. Yeah. I just, ha- I, I mean, that's it. I just hate it. I just hate having to do it. I hate having to unbox it. I hate the amount of cardboard that's left over that I've got to take down to the recycling bins. There is no part of assembling flat pack furniture. Whether it's easy or not, there is no part of it that I enjoy. <laughs> I get it. So <laughs> that's my hate list. For yeah, you this still order episode. everything from IKEA. Well, I don't know where else to go. It's punishment. Because I, I tell you what, the other thing that's driving me insane at the moment is inconsistent delivery inconsistency. Obviously, mm. when you first move somewhere, you're getting all kinds of new shit sent to you. And there are like Argos at the moment. Big shout out to Argos. You could go on to Argos right now. You could go on to Argos right now and you could purchase something. <laughs> it's our new sponsor. And it's de- <laughs> and it's delivered the same day. Like literally, like, yeah, we'll drop it around in a minute, mate. Yeah, yeah. you order Amazon's the same. I don't really like ordering from Am- from Amazon, but you order something, it arrives the next day. It's tracked. They know what to do. Other companies, you I've ordered something like two weeks ago. Look on the track your parcel. I haven't even got it yet, mate. Anyone? If some of you can do it and some of you can't do it, I don't understand the discrepancy. I think that is what. What? How would you word that? I suppose it would be um, hmm. bizarre in discrepancies, unnecessary discrepancies. That's what yeah. I don't understand. Well, there's, there's another one with delivery drivers, like especially with food delivery drivers. Some of them understand the fact that it's meant to be a contactless delivery. So they ring your bell, leave it on the doorstep, stand at the end of the, the path and wait for you to grab your food and then go, cheers, mate, and fuck off. 
Others, especially the ones that I seem to order from, mm. ring the doorbell. I open the door. They thrust the bag of food into my face with their hand. Yeah. And they're not even wearing a mask. Yeah. So me. Fuck off. Yeah, there needs to be some <laughs> consistency, I think. Exactly. So that's me for this episode. What about you? Fair enough. Well, I've got Gordon's alcohol-free gin. What? Why? Just why? Gordon's... Hang on a minute. Is that a real thing? Yep. Okay. So in the same way that you can get alcohol-free beer... Which is again, fucking pointless. Why? Yeah, why right? do you want to drink it? Because you want to... Oh. But Gordons have have stepped out and they've said, you know what? The world wants, they need alcohol-free gin. I mean, I don't know if you know this, Gordons, but your beverage is fucking disgusting. I mean, that's controversial. A lot of people love gin, don't they? No, I don't give a shit. Gordons gin, gin in general, is fucking rank. Even when I was a heavy drinker, I thought that tasted turgid. Okay. But to have it alcohol-free, to not even get the payoff of at least I'm getting fucking battered. <laughs> yeah. You're just drinking gin because you like it. No one drinks gin because they like it. They drink it because it gets them fucked out of their heads. I mean, I, I mean, fine. I don't, I don't really like gin either, but, but I mean, you know. But if anyone, genuinely, if you're listening to me right now and you drink gin and you enjoy it, you... You, I, I don't mean you enjoy the feeling after the fuzzy. I mean you have that drink, the first one. You go, oh, that's really tasty. This gin, nothing. I don't mean the ones that taste like fucking strawberries or anything. Else. I mean gin, just gin on its own, mixed with water. Have a little sip. Tell me honestly, you just enjoyed that, and your face hasn't turned inside. Oh, so out. you mean neat gin? Like just, gin neat. Just, it's Gordon gin. Yeah, it's not like one of the flavoured ones. No, 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 like no. That. But what I mean is, because I think the reason why people drink gin is because of the tonic. No one just goes up to the bar and says, can I have a glass of gin, please? They order well, a gin with, and with tonic. tonic. It was oh, disgusting. Okay. Well, depends on the tonic, I suppose. But and, no, I mean, I'll allow tonic it. tonic is fucking chocolate or something. Cho- it's not Gin no. and chocolate. I don't even. I, I, I don't even know what's happening anymore. Well, I don't even drink anymore. This no, is why, because I don't like it. It's <laughs> fucking rank. Anyway, yeah. <coughs> um, obviously, we're into 20, 2021. I just want to reiterate: James Arthur is still around. Yeah. So he is always on the hate list. Of course. But there's there's a new person who I keep seeing all the time who's doing me fucking head in. Okay. And I wondered what the buzz... You know Belle Delphine, the one that did the bath water? I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Right. So Belle Delphine is on the list. Belle she Delphine. She is a internet personality who presumably got uh, notoriety or fame or whatever you want to call it because she's a relatively good-looking young lady. I see. Because I can't see any other reason. Because one of the main things she's famous for is selling bottled bath water. Okay. And yes, it sold out. And yes, some idiots drank it. Wait, Basically wait, ego, sorry, sorry, sorry. I think. Sorry. What? She sold bottles of her bath water and people drank yep. it. Yeah. Right, okay. And they streamed it and made videos about it. It's The thirst is unbelievable, I believe. The children of today would say the thirst what does that mean the thirst if you're thirsty you are you are thirsty for for loving of a of a opposite sex variety uh what you want to have sex with them basically if you've got blue balls if you're blue balling and you're like a hungry fiend you're now you, you're you're thirsty right interesting got got the thirst i'm educating you <laughs> You are. I mean, I, you could be speaking <laughs> French right now and I would have no idea what you were saying. I feel like I've just been born. I've just come out of the womb. I was like, wait, what? What's he talking about? And lastly... Yeah, sure. New item letdown. Okay, yeah. So you're, you're going to get a new thing yeah. and you think this thing is going to be the best thing that I've ever got. It's going to sort out the specific problem I'm buying this thing for. Mm. My personal example of buying a thing, thinking it was going to sort out any issues that I had, was real simple. little condenser box for a tumble dryer. Oh, yeah. A little box on the tube there. Tumble dryer does its job. Instead of your room, 
or you know you have to have a big hose going out of a window or or to an extractor fan or all that shit literally goes in the little box takes care of all the dust cures all my issues i can now remove my tumble drive from my back room because i've looked like a step toe fucking set for the yeah, last yeah, god sure. knows how long within 10 minutes my entire house was a sauna <laughs> all the windows fogged up shit you're walking through like it's thick the air's thick like actually in a sort of <gasps> can't fucking breathe anymore what altitude am i at it's ridiculous solved all my problems why can things not just work as intended yeah i agree <laughs> god that one bummed me out i don't know why that one got me i was like oh god yeah that is annoying i think it's because steam rooms make me feel really uncomfortable i can't breathe in them so it's just have you ever actually gone in a sauna and enjoyed it I can, yeah. can go on a list, I, no, I quite like sauna. Quite like a sauna. Yeah, I can I hot can deal tub. with that. Let you see, in. hot tubs I'm not so good with because if if anyone who's got anyone who's listening who has a, a stomach issue, hot tubs are not your friend because essentially what a hot tub does, I think the terminology for it is is it cooks the decaying fecal matter in your bowels. So, yeah, I always have a real good shit after. Well, there you go. There you go. There you go. But if anything, I see that as a plus. Well, when you're in my situation, mate, you want anything that can stand in the way of you and shitting yourself. So, do you know what I mean? Don't flagrantly warps around being like, yeah, I like it when it comes out like Tagliatelle. It's fine. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, this is the hate list, right? <laughs> the episode where everyone goes off beast. Brilliant. Now time for. Well, are you just fucking me? Well, are you just fucking kidding me? Well, are you just fucking kidding me? I'm going to put that on the list of fucked it boys, by the way. Yeah. A premature, premature kidding me. But we have had a trend on past um, podcasts about. Mm children's names yeah um in fact an entire episode i think it was episode five was named or four was named koala dicklebert purely yes. based on those names um well are you fucking kidding me this week brings me two different um articles from the daily mirror one published on the 5th of january 2021 and one published on the 6th of january 2021 Oh, so a um, day after the other. so two days in a row we had headlines in the Daily Mirror about issues with the names that parents have decided to give their children. Headline number one reads: Woman accused of child abuse after giving son attention-seeking name. A mum-to-be okay. was accused of acting acting selfish after choosing an extremely unusual name for her future son, with people urging her to change it before she ruined his life. The mum, right. the one mum-to-be, has faced a slew of criticism after her relative. Uh, claimed the name she was going to give her child. The controversial moniker, which many would consider unthinkable, is an extremely rare as a baby name nowadays. And lots of people have urged the oh, unknown all right, woman... All right, come on, you're building me up. You're building me up. I'm going to explode in a second. What is it? Adolf. She's not a Nazi, apparently. She's given no. deliberately giving him a problematic name so he can experience what other kids from less privileged backgrounds experience. Oh, what a cunt. And then the very next day, another article with the headline, I can't accept the awful baby name my sister-in-law has chosen for my niece. A woman is arguing with her brother-in-law after he pointed out a potential issue with her name choice and warned that she will be bullied at school if she doesn't change it. It goes on right. to say, a man is worried that his niece will be teased at school after learning what her parents have decided to call her. He has warned his brother and sister-in-law that their daughter will face bullying and might end up resenting her parents if they don't change it. The future parents have decided to call their newborn anal. 
A A N A L. You thought Adolf was bad. Do you know what I mean? What's wrong with like? Call the butt plug. Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with like Julie and Fran and (laughs) fucking Adolf and anal? I mean, it's Cunnilingus Squire. Yeah, (laughs) I'm presuming it's anal because it's A A N A L. But I mean, (laughs) anal. Do you know what I mean? That's like that's like uh, that that is the name equivalent of a um, you know a burglar that wears a false mustache. Do you know what I mean? Like that first A isn't doing anything. Like just because it's got two A's doesn't mean that we're not going to know exactly what it fucking means. Every teacher is going to be like, hmm. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting <laughs> one to navigate. How do I say this? Adolf. Or, or not. Adolf Anal, are you fucking kidding me? Well, are you just fucking kidding me? Well, are you just fucking kidding me? Well, are you just fucking Well, that's a good start to the year, isn't it? Yeah, getting quite political. Um, uh, political I mean, slash talking about penises. Yeah. I mean, take from that what you will. Yeah, I mean, if you're listening accident. to this, do also listen to the babble bits because there'll be all kinds of little... Well, maybe even some big treats in there for you. Um, Who knows? This has been a week of politics and penises. And talking about penises, um, I (laughs) have a a little uh, feature to end Uh, this week. Do you? Do you have a little feature, Um, right? (laughs) um, (laughs) And this is something that we talked about on a previous pod. And you will be able to tell Lee and listeners that I have had a little bit too much time on my hands. Um, So this, uh, to to end episode 63 in a magisterial way, uh, let's Mm. have our first game of... Some celebrities are so infuriating that they must be punished. Yes. We may not have reason, or the reasons may seem petty, but they must be cast asunder. And there's only one place that's befitting that's room 102. <laughs> I told you there'd be a jingle. Oh, mate, I love it. So, um, love room one hundred and two for those listeners. James who are, Arthur. Yeah, we know James. When you were saying that during the hate list, I was thinking <laughs> he's going to rue the day. Um, so we talked a couple of pods ago about um, room one hundred and two, and I think we put in James Arthur, Warwick Davis, and someone else. Can you remember? Oh, James Corden. <laughs> Oh, yeah, of course, of course. So that was our three entries to Room 102. And I like to think of Room 102 as essentially a hate list, but for people, for famous people. It's the famous people hate list, Room 102. Yeah, basically, um, yeah. and, and I have come up with three people this uh, episode who I think should join our triage in Room 102. Okay. Um, my first entry to Room 102 for this week is um, a man who is a presenter, an, a- an actor, uh, a scholar, um, and uh, um, voiced one of the most successful audiobook series in the history of the world, and that is Mr. Stephen Fry. Um, I hate Stephen Fry with every inch of my being because (laughs) when you see him interviewed or when he was presenting QI, which I also hate, um, the smugness and the self-centred vitriol that he speaks down to everyone else in the room in, I think 
makes him a prime candidate to be put in 102. But the thing is, Lee, this is a democracy. So is Stephen Fry someone that you want to argue shouldn't be in room 102? Or are you happy with him joining our original, the the original trilogy, like the original Star Wars trilogy? <laughs> Do we want to phantom menace Stephen Fry? Um, I mean, he is very pompous, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I I don't mind it because it sort of suits the kind of thing he's meant to be doing, and the personality he has. And I mean, blah, one blah, of the blah, first blah, things blah. that very much annoyed me about him was reading, sorry, listening to the Harry Potter audiobooks. There is a a spell in which the wizards cast. Now, look, right. this makes me sound like I'm a Harry Potter nerd. I Harry Potter's fine, but I think if you're going to do something, you need to do it properly. And the, the death spell in which they cast is famously Avada Kedavra. Yeah. He pronounces it Avada Kedavra. Sorry, what? Avada Kedavra. Like Abracadabra? Yeah, Av- Avada Kedavra. Avada Kedavra. It's like, that's not Put what it is. Okay, Put he's in, in room. room 102. No, yeah, that was it. That's ticked it over, yeah. Fantastic. My second uh, entry to room 102 this week. Um, yep. So we shall call the the um, the attack of the clones um, <laughs> is Mr. <laughs> Lawrence Fox. Lawrence Fox? Now, for you, Lee, and you listeners at home who may not know who Lawrence Fox is, Lawrence Fox is an actor. Um, he was married to Billy Piper for a few years. And yeah, I know you're on Right? About. He's essentially a right-wing young gammon, a gamet, if you like. <laughs> and he's now the leader of the Reclaim Party. And Reclaim Party, okay. I, saw some of what he was saying about schools unlocking our schools and making sure schools are open and he he said lots of controversial things on question time um and mm-hmm. i just think he is an absolutely massive bell end and for that reason i would propose he join the other four bell ends in room 102 uh yeah i've just had a look at him on wikipedia and that is quite enough for me to agree guy seems like a complete penis he is a complete penis um but i did feel that for for five out of the six um first entries into um room 102 to be men um i wanted to try and balance um the the the, the scales a little bit i don't want us to be Women seen to be complete dickheads too sexist so exactly um... and i think without question one of the greatest dickheads that this country has ever produced is the one the only pretty patel Oh, what a dickhead. Now, Pretty Patel, for those of you who don't know, is currently the Secretary of State for Home, the Home Department, and she's been doing that since 2009. Now, if you were to go onto the internet and you were to try and find uh, information about Pretty Patel, literally everything she says is infuriating. And <sighs> only yesterday did she say something to extend her run of saying completely fucking ridiculous shit and okay. insisted <laughs> that not only are the um, the current rules that the government have put in place clear, crystal clear, she also declared that... Um, that she doesn't see why that the locked basically she's she's questioning the fact that that lockdown is tough enough that rules are currently tough enough even though i mean just yesterday was the second highest death toll that we've had 1243 mm. deaths and basically everything that comes out of her mouth is a cesspit of drivel bullshit privilege nonsense right wing tory propagandist fucking shit so i would quite like for her to be in a room with the other five fucking dinlows 
Yeah, I could agree with that. Yeah, she offers nothing that I I like. No. Um. Yeah, and I agree. She's talking absolute bollocks. We need absolute. We need bollocks. better. We need more. We need better politicians. Um. We just need better everything, to be honest. Are you the kind of person not to care at all about the people you've been elected to represent? <laughs> Maybe you are, listeners. If you are, get, get in contact. Be a politician and maybe in a few years' time, we'll put you in Room 102. Well, that's something to look forward to, listeners, isn't it? You could make your way onto Room 102. <laughs> well, I think we should uh, end it there. Yeah. it's enough. That is enough, isn't it? That's enough. That's enough of that. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed it, this. Yeah. Why don't you let us know? Yeah, stay safe. Stay upbeat if you can. If you need us, we're here, even if you just need someone to talk to. Exactly. Oh, you know what we didn't do? What's that? Kelly's bit again. Oh, damn it. Next time. Next time you will hear from Kelly, listeners. We will get an update from our Oracle, our American reporter in the field <laughs> yeah come on let's go alright mate bye bye everyone <laughs>